What is up and welcome in. It is Post Loons, October 9th, 2022. It is Decision Day, and Minnesota United got their Decision Day dub. A 2 to nothing win for the Loons over Vancouver Whitecaps at home in front of 20,000-plus, a record crowd at Allianz Field, taking in the win that has now propelled Minnesota United to the playoffs. Who are they going to play? When are they going to play? Well, I don't know when are they going to play, but we know who they're going to play, and we'll get to that in just a little bit, and we'll break down all the action. Big thanks to everybody tuning in. This is Post Loons, presented by SodaSoccer.com. We'll have written coverage from Decision Day, from the win, previewing the playoffs all week long at SodaSoccer.com. So if you're a Minnesota United fan and you want to get all the best Minnesota United coverage, make sure you go in there, SOTASoccer.com. Jacob Schneider, John Marthaler, myself, we got you covered as the Loons are now heading to the playoffs for the fourth straight year. As you guys are tuning in, feel free to leave your thoughts, leave your questions, leave your comments. A big part of this stream is, uh, you know, from you guys, you guys contributing, leaving those comments, sharing your thoughts, you know, leaving a question for us to answer here on the stream. So get those playoff thoughts in, get those playoff questions, those comments in by dropping them here in the chat on YouTube. If you're watching on Twitter and you want to get involved in the conversation, you're going to have to go over to our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com and search post loons or soda soccer, and you will see the stream and you'll be able to contribute to the stream. Just as Enrique Carrillo did here, uh, saying Arriba, Minnesota, Arriba, Minnesota, indeed heading to the playoffs after this decision day win. So again, as you guys are trickling into the stream, if you want to be like Enrique and drop the uh, drop the comments in, drop your thoughts, I would love to get to those as we move along here. But I'm going to kick things off with my three things, my three big takeaways from the match. I'm Jeremy Rushing, by the way. I haven't introduced myself yet. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, first thing, effort and energy. It seems pretty simple, but I thought tonight for the first time since the Portland match, this team played with a true intentionality, a true purpose. They pushed forward. There was real connectivity between the midfield and the attack. They were solid at the back all night long as well. But most of all, they were playing like a team that wanted to make the playoffs. I don't know if you could say the same. For their last two matches, uh, those last two matches specifically, the Kansas City match, the San Jose match, both you know matches that that were big for your playoff scenario. You know, a win in either of those matches would have gotten you basically clinched you a playoff spot. You come out flat in both of those, and then you put yourself in this position where you need to get a result on decision day to make the playoffs. And they did more than that with the two 0 win, and now they're heading to their fourth straight playoff, uh, uh, their playoff run. Uh, my second thing, peak Dane. Tonight was just a, a masterful performance in goal from Dane St. Clair, I thought. Seven saves. That really helped propel Minnesota to the result that they needed. Um, in these matches, you you need your best player to step up. You need your best player to step to the forefront, step forward, and, and make something happen. For my money, Dane St. Clair is this team's best player. He's been playing like he's been their best player, you know, all season. He's been playing for my money. He's been the best player this season, and he stepped up big tonight, propelling the loons, helping propel the loons to the playoffs. And then my final thing: four in a row. For as much criticism as this team got, much due criticism that this team got down the stretch, not getting not getting the results that they needed, um, leaving it to decision day after basically being 
up near the top of the Western Conference uh, at the beginning of September. Only one point in a six-match stretch. You leave it up to decision day, and that brings a lot of criticism. However, you get it done on decision day with this 2-0 win, and now you're heading to the playoffs for the fourth consecutive year. Our own John Marthaler from Soda Soccer tweeted this out. There are only two players that have led their teams uh, or you know, are active, two active coaches, two active streaks of four straight playoff appearances in Major League Soccer. Only two coaches that have done so actively led their teams to uh, four straight postseasons. Jim Curtin for the Philadelphia Union and Adrian Heath for Minnesota United. That's the company Heath is in. Now, you know, there's obviously a lot of uh, thoughts and feelings about Adrian Heath. A lot of people that don't think he's the right fit for this team and, and he's the right the right guy to push this team forward, but you can't ignore four consecutive playoff appearances. And uh, that's where Minnesota United is at. And I think Loons fans, me being, uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not afraid to say, even though I am in the press box from time to time and, you know, covering this team, I'm, I enjoy watching this team. I started as a fan of this team. I still in some ways feel like I am a fan of this team. Um, and uh, I feel lucky to be a fan of a team who uh, has made now made four straight playoff appearances. There are so many other teams in Major League Soccer that would kill to be in a position like the Loons are in where they have now made the playoffs four consecutive years. I think, uh, you know, there needs to be some gratitude there uh, for the way that this team has played and for the run that they're currently on. Um, so those are my three things. If you have any thoughts, specific feelings, um, reactions to the decision day win, and now the upcoming fourth straight playoff appearance for Minnesota United, go ahead and drop those in the chat. And as you do that, I'm going to go ahead and start by shouting out our friends over at Pence Homes. P-E-N-T-Z homes.com is where you can find them. If you are buying a home, selling a home, or doing both, a lot of times it's both, right? A lot of times you're trying to sell one home and, and, and buy another at the same time. That can be a, a super stressful process. My wife and I just went through that a year and a half ago. And uh, it's not something I would wish upon my worst enemy. Uh, it was very, very stressful. But when you have the right realtor, it does help take a lot of that stress off. It's impossible to take all of it off, but the right realtor will help uh, you know, put you as, at as much ease as humanly possible. And that's what Nate and his team do. They know the market. They have the team and the technology that will help you get top dollar for your home and help you get into uh, a new home that's within your budget that's going to be great for you and or your family. So make sure that you're checking them out at PenceHomes.com and reading their dozens and dozens and dozens of five-star reviews. I mean, there's more than 100 five-star reviews at PenceHomes.com. Reason being, they're very good at their job and they're very good at helping so many people in and around the twin cities accomplish those goals of selling their house and buying a new home in a way that's going to be most profitable, but also in a way that's going to help take as much of that stress out of the process as humanly possible. So um, if you want a team that's going to help you do that, and you want a team that supports Minnesota soccer the way you do um, just hit up Nate and his team at Pence homes. They support Minneapolis city, Minnesota, Aurora, Nate is a huge Minnesota United fan as well. So not only are they good at their jobs, they're also very ingrained in the Minnesota soccer community. So if you want to look to a realtor who kind of shares those same values that you do, um, I would look no further than Pence Homes. P-E-N-T-Z homes.com. Make sure you check him out. Or if you want to email Nate directly, you can do that. You can see his name. Contact Nate there, N-A-T-E. That's his name. And that's email address, Nate at Pence Homes.com. And huge thanks again to Nate and the team at Pence Homes 
for sponsoring the Soda Soccer Post Loons Post Game Show. I see more uh, more peeps checking out the stream now. I'm sure a lot of you were among the 20,000 strong at Allianz Field. Uh, just now tuning in, probably just now getting back to your car, whatever it is. So make sure that as you are getting in and you want to leave your thoughts or reactions, make sure you do that in the comments and we'll respond to that as we get going here. Um, but we're going to get into the playoff bracket now for the Western Conference as I waste time and pull up foot mob here because this is how things shook out. Now, there was at one point in the first half of this game where the results were actually advantageous for Minnesota, Minnesota United in terms of they were holding in the live table the fourth spot in the West. They actually were, via the live standings, hosting a playoff match uh, in, the first, uh, in the first half of this game. Now, results uh, went you know, other ways in some of those matches um, as the as the day went on. And so here is the playoffs. The two teams that get buys are LAFC and Austin FC. That was already already determined before to, before the games tonight even happened. But moving forward, Minnesota United will travel to FC Dallas. I don't know if that match has been given a day or a time yet. I am here doing the post-game show. Um, I have not been uh, aware, made aware of any schedules that have already been made as far as the playoffs are concerned. But Minnesota will be going to Dallas for the first round of the playoffs. And then the winner of that match will play Austin FC in the next round. That is uh, how things are, are, are. Excuse me. I'm sorry. LAFC gets the bye. Austin plays Salt Lake in the first round. Uh, RSL throttled Portland to steal their seven spots. So. Um, it's Austin, RSL, Minnesota at Dallas, and Nashville at the Galaxy. So what that means for Minnesota is they will they will go to Dallas for the first round, and then they will also in the in the next round play the winner of I believe it's Nashville and uh, and LA Galaxy. I'm not sure who they're playing into in the next round, or it might be Austin. It might be Austin and Salt Lake. I think it is the winner of Austin and Salt Lake. So. Either way, you're most likely going to Austin in the second round if RSL doesn't make a Cinderella run like they did last year. But either way, you're going to Dallas for round one. And that's a place that you've won this year if you're Minnesota United. You've gone into Dallas and won already this season. So that's got to give Minnesota some confidence that you know if they can keep that form, because that's been the thing with Minnesota, is there's been – this team's been on riding the roller coaster all season where they have gone, you know, they went on a decent run to start things off and then they really faltered in May and June. And then in July and August, they were, they were up near the top of the West. And then obviously things fell apart in September, but they did just enough tonight to uh, get into the playoffs. If they can keep the same form they had tonight and sort of maybe continue this upward trajectory at the right time, you feel pretty good about Minnesota's chances at Dallas, especially considering they've already won at Dallas this season, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. And again, as far as when that match is, I do not know, but I do know it will be in Frisco, Texas. And that's where Minnesota United is kicking off their, uh, their MLS uh, playoffs for 2022. All right. Match moments in this one. Let's, let's get to how this match broke down. It all started in the sixth minute with the first good chance going to Vancouver. It was a pair of shots requiring saves from Dane St. Clair. But as he did all night long, the Canadian did well to parry both and keep things goalless. Um, also early on, Coleman went to the ground and the medical staff came out to check on him. He did end up carrying on, but that was a concerning moment nonetheless for the Loons because he is really the only depth option for center backs for this team. And then he goes down and you're wondering what the heck's going to happen. Uh, Heath was uh, evidently talking to Kamar Lawrence on the side about potentially moving to center back. If Coleman 
couldn't uh, couldn't continue. So, um, but Coleman was able to continue, and I thought he played really really well tonight. Eleventh um, minute, Loon's get a half volley from Lud just outside the box, goes wide of goal. Seventeenth, this is where you get the opener. Reynoso wins the ball in the attacking third, and Fragapani picks it up, fires a right footer that beats Hassel to give Minnesota a crucial lead. There needs to be prop bets, prop bets, excuse me, in Major League Soccer because Franco Fragapane right-footed goal would have been a huge, huge value bet. Would have been a huge, huge money maker because uh, you know he usually scores with the left, doesn't score too many with the right, but he did there really good shot with the right foot too from Fragapane, giving the Loons the lead. Uh, 27th, DJ Taylor fires from distance, strikes it extremely well. Uh, this was his second opportunity of the first half. Just after the goal, he had another chance on a centering pass from, I believe, Fragapane that went all the way through the box. He was trailing and just skied it. But on the second opportunity, he really got his foot through it well, but it begs just wide of goal. And so you go into half up 1-0, feeling pretty good, but also very cautiously optimistic because uh, you know how second halves uh, have uh, gone at times for Minnesota United this season. Uh, 53rd minute, Mender Garcia down on the pitch. Medical staff comes out to check on the forward. He does stay on, and we'll get to that in just a second. 57th, Vite gets a flick on from a goal kick and is one-on-one with St. Clair, but it's another great save by the Loons keeper. And then 59th, this is where Garcia comes off. So in the 53rd, Garcia goes down. He took a couple knocks tonight. Um, He comes off in the 59th. So something to keep an eye on. We do know that Bongi has kind of been back in training, has kind of been doing a few things, so maybe he'll be back and ready for the playoffs. I know kind of the he was out for the rest of the regular season, and the, as far as the playoffs went and, and Bongi's status, that was still a little up in the air. But now you also have Mender Garcia, who had to come off after going down on the pitch earlier in the match, so just something to keep, eye on, keep an eye on at that right wing spot for Minnesota as we head into the playoffs. But he does come off in favor of Jonathan Gonzalez, and the Loons do switch to a 4-3-3, which switching to a 4-3-3 at the hour mark when you're up 1-0, you know, you, you don't know how that's going to go there, and that could raise some questions. But I thought all in all, they did really, really well in that formation. Uh, 63rd, though, nearly an equalizer as Brian White puts one off the post from point-blank range, but the offside flag goes up to boot. Uh, 70th minute, Lud with his third decent chance in the match as he plays a nice give-and-go and gets it on the left foot about 10 yards from goal, and he puts it wide. Lud had three really good opportunities tonight, uh, but wasn't able to find the back of the net. But you felt like he was going to get one. Uh, 72nd, Amari is able to get space and set up a right footer at the edge of the box. Strikes it really, really well, requiring Hassel to reach out, and the Vancouver keeper does just enough. He gets just enough on it to push it over the end line for a corner. Uh, 74th, Rosales comes on for Lud. And then to the 77th, it's Jonathan Gonzalez opening up his Loons account off deflected cross from Rosales and all but clinches Minnesota a playoff spot. 82nd, though, Vancouver nearly gets one back. Ryan Gold strikes the near-perfect free kick, but St. Clair makes the highlight reel save. That's got to be up for save of the week, I think, in MLS for my money. That's just a brilliant save from Dane. Uh, that one, for context, if you didn't see this, this thing is going to the bottom of the crossbar near the corner of the goal. You almost can't strike this any better. If if Dane can't get to it, it's going bar down and in the back of the net uh, from, from how it looked, from how the trajectory looked. And Dane is just able to make that stop. He reads it really well, outstretches, really good athleticism to cover that ground along the goal line, and he makes a save. And then 90 plus two, Reynoso gets space at the top of the box and lets it rip, but Hassel makes the stop. 
but it doesn't matter. It's the end. 2-0, Minnesota United victorious, heading to the playoffs once again. I see more and more people tuning into the stream. Thank you, thank you so much for tuning in after the Decision Day win. If you do want to leave your thoughts, your questions, your comments, go ahead and drop those in the chat as I shout out our friends over at Night Street Soccer and Coffee. Um, not You don't have to play soccer to go to Night Street Soccer and Coffee. Yes, they do have pickup going on. Yes, they do have pickup four or five nights a week. Um, you know, they have regular pickup, 40 plus pickup, women's only pickup. So if you want to play indoor pickup soccer in a controlled environment, you can do that. Rain or shine, doesn't matter the weather, could be a hundred degrees, could be a hundred below, doesn't matter. They're having pickup at night street. Well, maybe not a hundred below. I don't know if the lights could handle that. But uh, anyways, uh, there's pickup always going on at night street and it's indoors, so you can play all winter long. But if you don't play soccer, that's fine too, because they have an amazing coffee shop slash beer area uh over there as well that's the best way i can describe it uh and they got soccer on the tvs all the time especially now with european soccer back and worldwide soccer back um if, if there's a soccer match on it is on at night street so if you just want to be in a soccer environment support a local business that's supporting the local soccer scene and have a hell of a good time while you're doing it go check out night street soccer and coffee it's a great place to get some work done during the day too um about once a week i'll go there uh you know i work from home i'm freelancing now so I, i'll go there and just work at night street have some coffee have a have a couple beverages and and be good to go non-alcoholic beverages while i'm working uh but after i'm done working that's when i have the alcoholic beverages but either way that's the beat about night street doesn't matter what you want to drink they have it there and they, it's a, just a great environment for the twin city soccer community to kind of go and convene and watch soccer and hang out so if you're one of those people who wants to hang out at night street soccer and coffee it's easy to get to 801 south night street it's in the marcy holmes neighborhood of minneapolis so kind of there between northeast and uh dinky town so really easily accessible no matter where you're at in the Twin Cities. And uh, they do an excellent job at, uh, at, at getting things together at Ninth Street. So NinthStreetMPLS.com, uh, you can see the website there. Or again, 801 South Ninth Street in Minneapolis is where you can find them. Or if you just want to follow them on social media and see what they're all about, they are at Ninth Street MPLS. Big thanks to Ninth Street Soccer and Coffee for supporting the Post Loons Post Game Show. More people jumping in. I see people jumping into the stream, but not jumping into the chat. I want to get your thoughts. I want to get your opinions. I want to. I want you to let me know how you're feeling about the decision day win for Minnesota United. So get those comments in the chat. As I mentioned, if you are tuning in and you're not sure what that playoff matchup is going to be for Minnesota United, they are going to FC Dallas in the first round. Uh, Minnesota clinched the sixth spot. FC Dallas is third. So it will be Minnesota and Dallas in the first round um, in Dallas. Um, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to check Twitter here to see if there's been a time or a day. Um, I don't think that has quite been determined yet. Um, if if I'm wrong and you saw something, guys, let me know. Obviously, I'm doing a live show here. So uh can't quite uh you know get the access to that information right now. But I have to imagine it'll be sometime next weekend. Um, as long as it's not Saturday. I have a, a church event to go to on Saturday. So I really hope it's not Saturday. Um, but either way, um I think it's a really good matchup for Minnesota if they can continue playing at the level they were at tonight. Obviously, we'll see what Mender Garcia's status is. Bangi Hlongwani might be healthy for all we know. Um, you know, it's good to have Robin Ludd back, and he didn't seem to pick up any knocks, so it sounds like he'll be ready to go. Um, you know, Mano Reynoso is good, so it seems like they'll have at least mostly a fully healthy squad for heading down to Dallas, and uh, I do think that's a really good matchup for them. Personally, Nashville, I would have been fine with. Austin, I would have been fine with as well, but you get, um, you get, uh, you get Dallas 
and um, and that's that's uh, that's a good matchup, I think. Eric Grady says, "Did Heath really complain about injuries after the game, or is someone just trolling me?" Not quite sure, but Minnesota was hammered with injuries this season. Eric, I if if that's something he's mentioning. I, I do almost agree with that because Hassani Dotson, Roman Metinair, Bakai Debasi, the list goes on and on. Bongi Longwani at the end of the season. Lud missed a good amount of games. Reynoso missed a good amount of games. Fracapane missed a good amount of games. This team was not 100% for a vast, vast, vast majority of the season. Now, you pair that with, okay, but we were told we, this team had all this depth and they'd be able to withstand these things. I will, and, and I agree with that. I think this team showed that maybe they're not as deep as we thought they were, but you can't ignore the fact that this team was really hammered with injuries, um, season-ending injuries to three crucial pieces in Metinair, Dotson, and, and Debassi, especially when you talk about how this team wants to operate defensively. So, yes, maybe it's not the best look after you clinch the playoffs to mention the injuries that you were hampered with all season, but I don't necessarily think that's an untrue statement if he made that either. So I'm going to leave it at that. Any other questions or comments, feel free to drop those in the chat. Um, I'm going to pull up foot mob and uh, get to uh, some of the stats tonight. Um, the one that did stand out to me that I've already mentioned on the broadcast, Dane St. Clair, seven saves on the night. If you miss my three things, um, I said, you know, you need your best player to step up in matches like these. And for my money, Dane St. Clair has been this team's best player this season. And he stepped up in a huge, huge way tonight. Seven saves for St. Clair. Um, the Loons had 16 shots on the night, five on target. Vancouver, 12 shots, seven on target. So Vancouver actually won the shots on target battle uh, seven to five, but Dane St. Clair was able to stop every single one of those. 10 of those uh, 12 shots for Vancouver were from inside the box as well. So, um, you know, they, they were getting opportunities. Um, the expected goals, even though it was 2-0, only 0.95 for Minnesota United. So that means Minnesota has been doing something that traditionally they haven't done, outperform their XG and actually got more goals than they were expected to. If they can continue that trend into the playoffs, that'll be obviously a, a huge, a huge boost, boost for them as well if they can put away those shots. Um, you'd look at, uh, you know, passes 40, 488 passes, uh, completing 387 of those. So that's a 79% passing percentage. Obviously you might want to see that, uh, improve a little bit, uh, for Minnesota, 82% passing percentage, um, accurate long balls, 53% for the loons on the night. Um, only one yellow card to will trap. He got it early. Um, I, I don't think if trap were to get a second yellow card that he would have been suspended for the playoffs. I don't think the yellow card accumulation transfers from regular season to the playoffs. So I don't think that would have, uh, that would have been an issue there, but, um, yeah, I mean, look, this team stepped up tonight and specifically Franco Fragapane stepped up tonight individually. When you're talking about field players, we talked about Dane St. Clair already at nauseum. I thought Franco Fragapane had his best game of the season tonight and uh he was your foot mob player of the match 8.4 uh rating um i voted for dane st Clair personally for minnesota united's man of the match and i do think he won that voting uh but the foot mob man of the match with an 8.4 rating was franco fragapane so um from a field player standpoint i thought fragapane was the standout but obviously in goal 
Dane St. Clair was just huge tonight. Uh, we're going to stick around for a few more minutes, guys, or we're going to stick stick around for however many questions or comments that you guys have to drop in the chat. It's a decision day win. It's a big win, 20,000 plus at Allianz Field, a record crowd, um, standing room only, hanging from the rafters at Allianz, if you will. Um, and uh, just, just uh, it, it, it is really, it's kind of a, a, a tearing uh, feeling coming out of this one because obviously it was such a spectacle and it was such a cool feeling having all those people there to propel Minnesota United to the playoffs. But on the other hand, you're like, how did it, why did it have to be this way? Why did you have to get to decision day to determine your playoff fate? You were in third with second, not too far ahead of you just uh, a month ago, a little over a month ago, five weeks ago. Um, You were talking about maybe second place being attainable for this team but you go into decision day needing a result just to make the playoffs. You get it done. It was a great crowd. Um, and you get the sixth spot. You finished sixth. You came in seventh. You finished sixth. Um, you didn't get the help you needed from, uh, I believe it was Houston, who was playing LA. Houston had the lead early on in that match. Uh, and then uh, LAFC was not able to hang on to that draw against Nashville. Um, if, if those matches would have ended in a draw or a loss for LA and Nashville, then Minnesota would have been able to get that four spot. But, they do get sixth, but they get, in my opinion, a pretty a pretty good matchup uh, against third place FC Dallas. Dayton time TBD, at least as far as I know. All right, guys. That's uh. If there's no more questions or comments in the chat, that's how we'll wrap this one up. Um, I think Minnesota's got a really good shot to go into Nashville and get the necessary win. Um, and I think when you look at these potential matchups in the Western Conference, you know, if they win against Nashville and Austin beats RSL, then they'll be going to Austin in the second round. I, I like their I like their chances there. Um obviously RSL beat Minnesota 3-0 earlier the in September. So that matchup may be a little iffy, but you would be playing that one at home if that matchup ever does come to fruition later on in the playoffs. Um, so we'll see. I mean RSL was a Cinderella last year. I know they're in the playoffs this year, but why not Minnesota this year? They showed tonight what they're capable of. You know, there are a lot of teams near the top of us that aren't in very good form. LAFC, even though they clinched the uh, supporter shield, um, haven't exactly been world beaters down the stretch. Austin's been really struggling down the stretch. Um, Dallas is beatable. Nashville's beatable. Um, so I think you look at individual matchups for this Minnesota United team when you take away kind of this last month and those performances that we saw. I know it's hard to take those away. It's hard to forget about those because they were so recent and so prevalent and such a big spot for this team. I do understand that. But when we look at Minnesota United as playing at their best, like they were, I think they were at their best tonight. With this roster, with this starting 11, uh, that's, I think, the best that you're going to get out of Minnesota United tonight. And I do think that is good enough to really compete with even those top teams in the Western Conference, even on the road. So we'll see how the first round goes. Minnesota's playing with house money a little bit. I don't know. I don't think... You know, nationally, too many teams are are really going to be picking Minnesota uh, in this first round matchup against Dallas. So you're kind of playing. You, you you can you can play the underdog card if you're Adrian Heath. Uh, he loves to play that card. So you can play the, the everybody's doubting us card, and you know that seems to be a good bulletin board material for the teams. Maybe that'll help propel them as well. Uh, but it is Dallas in the first round, and it will be sometime next weekend. And uh, playoff soccer is back in Minnesota four years in a row. And I think that is one thing to be grateful of if you're a Loons fan. 
for as just really hectic as this final and frustrating as this final month of the regular season was, as frustrating as this team can be at times with their play or lack thereof, you're in the playoffs for the fourth straight year. You do just enough once again to get yourself in the playoffs on decision day. And now you have a chance to really do something. And I think a lot of these matchups do look favorable for Minnesota United when you're just looking at the matchup itself. So that is where we will end up post-loons tonight. Uh, we will have another episode of post-loons following uh, the FC Dallas playoff match, whenever that is. Uh, we'll be tweeting the schedule. We'll be tweeting out the day and time from the Soda Soccer account when we uh, when we find that out. So make sure you're following us at Soda, S-O-C, on Twitter. Make sure you're checking out the website, SOTASoccer.com. Jacob Schneider and John Marthaler will be having content all week long, breaking down the decision day win, previewing the playoffs against Dallas. Um, and, of course, we'll have match day content for that playoff match uh, as well, whenever that is. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the viewership. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for everything that you've done to help us out on post loons all season long. It has been great. And they will be back for yet another edition of playoff post loons. Whenever Minnesota and Dallas happens, we'll be there afterward to break it down until then enjoy the win, celebrate another playoff appearance, and we will be back next weekend. See you guys.